0: Welcome to Sports Finders Podcast. My name is Amir el and today we have a very special guest, Mr.
1: Guy Walker. Guy, welcome to the Thank show. You, mate. Thank you. Mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. It's, a, it's a pleasure to be on, on the show today. It's a pleasure
0: to, help, to have you on, mate. Guy, um, you've got a very in- interesting story, journey. You're a dual professional athlete. Before you got here, where did it all begin for you?
1: Um, pretty much, man. I was just like a normal sort of, uh, normal sort of kid, sort of growing up, playing footy, cricket, doing every sport I possibly could, and um, sort of as I grew grew up as a as a teenager, um, footy and cricket sort of takes a little bit more shape and playing in, in ref sides, and sort of as a seventeen year old, I didn't think it was going to happen, but. Um, I got offered a contract uh, to Victoria to play cricket at that stage um, and mm-hmm. I uh, had, a, had a good long sort of think about it and to be offered a contract at that age, I sort of thought, well, 20 could probably have to be put on the back burner and uh, I'll uh, give cricket a good crack. So, yeah, mate, it, uh, it, happened, to, it happened to me very quickly um, and, yeah, it sort of shaped my journey in sport. So you took off the cricket contract?
0: And then what happened yep. then? Talk us through that.
1: Um, yeah, so pretty much I took a I took the Victorian contract as a seventeen year old. Um and straight away I sort of signed the contract. Um, I was playing for the Australian under nineteen in New Zealand at the time. Um, and got back the next week from that and signed the contract and the next day I was um uh, I was in the MCG training in the MCG with some of my uh, sort of childhood heroes, sort of Cameron White, Glenn Maxwell, uh, Aaron Finch. Um, I was sort of training with them the next day, so I was a, um, a year eleven school school kid um, who went from um, going to school every day um, to sort of training with your childhood hero. So it was a it was a pretty special special thing, and it happened extremely quickly for me.
0: Wow, I mean that definitely would have been a uh... A breathtaking experience. I mean, <clears throat> from watching people on TV to playing side by side with them and, and training side by side. Um, how did these guys welcome you?
1: Like, what was the feeling? Yeah, it's it's, it's funny. It's, uh, you sort of don't really know. To say the start. Um, I can sort of remember being so young. Well, it was probably eight years ago now. Being so young and walking in, and they're just like normal normal um fellas, just like you you and I sort of said hello and. Um, they were very me, um, and sort of got along with a, with a lot of them really, really, really quickly as a 17-year-old. So, um, mate, I had a great time. They were so good for me. Um, they passed on so much knowledge and, um, yeah, definitely helped my cricketing, cricketing journey out before I started getting injured. So, um, yeah, it was – I, I sort of felt very comfortable very
0: quickly with them. So that's definitely a big step going from a young school kid to now being a – uh having to mature very, very quickly and becoming responsible for your your performances week in, week out. There's very high expectations, you're in an elite environment. Um, what 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 advice could you give to people who basically are on a similar journey or trying to? Yeah, it's um it's
1: probably similar in a way to um, eighteen year olds getting drafted to AFL clubs in in the sense that you're always a bit younger but you're sort of thrown in from you've gone from being with your mates and being at school in a very safe environment, sort of being thrown into a into an adult environment of man's world sort of thing. You're thrown in there, you're expected to um, do all your gym and be a professional athlete yeah, do, do your gym do your running do your um, rehab recovery everything you need do, the physio so there's just so much so much to it Um and yeah you're right the, the performance side of it if you're not performing um, you soon find out about it there's reviews everywhere there's cameras everywhere these days so yeah unfortunately you don't get away from anything anymore you sort of you play a bad shot or you bowl a bad ball and it's on it's on camera for everyone to see so um, yeah, pretty much the, the advice I would probably give to, to especially young kids sort of being thrown into these environments is, um, you've got to, you've got to sort of treat it as a professional environment, um, as much as you can. It's hard because you're going in and you're under such a strict regime, like the whole time, but to try and get yourself into a, into a routine as quick as you can. And it's one of them experience things. You've got to experience sort of the, the way that um, professional sport works and what's expected of you and that there's probably hundreds of thousands of people out there that want to do that job. So there's going to be a lot of critiquing. Um, unfortunately for me, like when I first started, the social media aspect of it wasn't so large, but I almost feel so, in a way, for younger people these days um, with social media, there's sort of a lot of people out there that are out to just sort of trolls in a way that are out to sort of tell them how bad they're going and how bad a sportsman they are and what they look like, which is pretty horrible. But um, yeah, it's, it's what professional athletes have to deal with these days.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and how about all the um, the online criticisms? So you never really get away with it. And there's been lots of talks about people or athletes suffering depression from the 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 criticism that they're that they getting online. Did you face any of that, and if so, had you overcome it all?
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I kind of, um, I played a game, probably my last game, really, before getting injured, was probably back in 2015. I played a a big bash game against Brisbane Heat, um, increasingly smashing everywhere, and I remember coming coming home after that game in the Bath team, but we won the game, actually, as well. And I remember sort of... I had hundreds and hundreds of notifications on my Instagram, my Twitter, and everything. And as like, it, I was only 19 at that stage and you read them all and people are, some people are saying, oh, i thought you're unlucky and some people are being nice, but they're not the ones that you remember. The ones yeah. that you remember are the ones that are grown men. You can see their profile, they're grown men and they're swearing at you, telling you that you're no good, that you should pack it up, that um, you're worthless. And like, I think, I think the thing is, is that, a lot of people that I've seen are sort of say, oh, well, professional athletes, they get paid so much, they should deal with this social media aspect. But I don't think money should be involved in the way. like No one should have to deal with hundreds of people telling them how bad a player they are or how bad a person they are or what they look like or anything. No one should have to deal with that. So that's what I was saying before about how I feel sorry for Away the, the perspective on, on on professional athletes having to deal with this with social media. And that's why a lot of them now, um, that's why a lot of them now in the media, you see, they don't really have much of a personality, some of them in the media, because they don't like being in front of cameras. They don't like being critiqued because they're so used to it and they don't really want to be sworn at or told that they're worthless and they're no good anymore. So yeah, it's a different world now, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I don't think many people have the answer to it.
0: Yeah, I mean it's um, it's definitely different. It's very challenging, and you have to be really, really strong mentally to sort of look past it all and just focus on your craft. So, I mean yeah. that's um it's definitely something that's affecting many lives right now. So it's it's a serious issue from from what from what we've seen recently. Um, okay, so yeah, definitely. So so you went on and played in the Big Bash and so on. So what would you say was the highlight of your cricket career?
1: Um, I'd probably say the highlight of my career mate, was uh, probably just all the obviously the the on field there's some great achievements and something you look back at and go oh well I got to achieve this and achieve that but I think the thing that I I loved about um sport so much was the the friendship I, the friendships I got to got to make and um I got to live live up in at the academy up in Brisbane for about three months when I was when I was quite young and I got to live with one of my best mates in career which was, which was Billy Stanlake into to see some of your mates now playing for Australia, um, playing for Australia, playing for their state, playing for Big Bash, you, when, when you watch them in the are doing well, it, it, it's a great feeling to see some of your mates that you've grown up with sort of achieve a, a lot where they're doing the camaraderie of of the dressing room and sort of that, that, that's what I, mm-hmm. I sort of loved about professional sport and um, and it's something now that I'll, I'll, I'll get to have the rest of my life. I'll get to have some great mates um, all over in 48 cricket now, so it's great. It's awesome.
0: you got the best of, best of both worlds. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, talk me through the transition. I mean, AFL's different sport, a lot more physical, yep. a lot more running, so on and so on. How, how was that transition? Tell Tell us.
1: Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting one. So like I said, with um, when I was younger, I sort of played footy and cricket, um, rep level both. And I sort of thought that um, as an 18 year old, I'd sort of um, play my play my sort of 18th year as a as a athlete, maybe get granted or choose cricket or I didn't know what else to do. So um, yeah, being contracted as a 17 year old, I sort of didn't get that opportunity to sort of go into footy. Um, and I, when I, as soon as I lost my contract. Um, for cricket, been injured for, I was injured for three years. And, um, after that, you find out that, uh, organisations aren't that keen on paying you any more money when you're injured for them. So, um, yeah. I, uh, lost my contract and I was in England actually last year when I lost my contract. And I was thinking about what I wanted to do. Did I want to go back to footy? Um, and my manager at the stage would of called me and he said, well, there's three or four teams that are interested in trying to get you across and, um, want you to play footy for them. Um, wow, and it was quite a it was quite a funny story actually because I, I sort of came back and um, a lot of interstate clubs were interested so I went up to went up to Adelaide went up to Brisbane and sort of did a bit of training with them and um, they were happy and I was uh, thinking about where I was going to go to and sort of Melbourne came to the table with, with days left and um, I kind of wanted to stay in Melbourne um, and yeah with a few days left on with the contract negotiations, sort of Melwick popped up and sort of said, well, we we'll want to stay in Melbourne, we need your, your contract offer and um, we can see your, a bit of development um, in you and uh, we want you to sort of be a speedy sort of half-back flanker. Um, so that's pretty much where, where it was at. But yeah, for sure, the um, the the side of the running side and uh, I sort of knew I needed to get a bigger body, bigger um, frame, um, which I was working hard at, at the start of pre-season. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, I got injured again. And, uh, yeah, so my body sort of didn't, um, hold up under the scrutiny of, of the training. It was for a while. And then sort of one training session before Christmas, the last kick of the session, I tore my quad and got a kick
0: and wow. didn't think anything about
1: the, the kick, And, um, and then end up, ended up finding out a month later that, um, it was nerve damage to the shoulder and was going to be quite serious.
0: Geez, very, very lucky. Um, how was pre-season? Like, how, did you train a part of the normal group or did, or did you have a special program because you're coming from a different sport and so on and so on?
1: Um, I pretty much, yeah, pretty much just trained with group because I was, I was more of a mature age. I was 23 when I signed. So, um, yeah, sort of came in and uh, had a bit of a variance in the, in the gym program. But, yeah, most of the sessions I did, um, with the full group, and I was uh, I could I could feel like I was improving improving a lot, and starting to learn the game a lot more, and doing a lot more meetings around uh, Melbourne's game plan, and trying to get my head around that, and so I, could, I could feel that I was starting to improve, and yeah, just before the Christmas um, hit, pretty much, yeah, two injuries popped up, and that was me done. So I had no no injuries till then, and just one session in the last five minutes, caught two injuries that have put me out for the year.
0: Wow. Well, we uh, hope you get well soon and you can get over those injuries and, you know, start playing some footy. Um, what's what's the
1: way forward? Um, so pretty much for me, yeah, it's a, it's a good question, that one. Pretty much for me, um, I went back to the club and sort of, I couldn't do anything for the year, so like, sort of sport-wise, so... I ended up sort of going over and uh, putting a suit on. They went over the went over the road to the MCG and helped out the club and the administration side. I've been doing that for the last two months, so been going in there a few months and continuing my rehab um, to try and get back next year. Um, But unfortunately, you just with these um, nerve injuries, you just they're so complicated and there's not much known about them, and um, it's just such a long road back that um, it's quite unknown really how how I'm going to go and uh, how the rehab's going to go and if the nerve's going to wake up and come back. So it's pretty much shut down at the moment. So fingers crossed it wakes itself up somehow. But um, yeah, it's not looking great for me at the moment.
0: Wow. Well, in saying that, we wish you all the best. Hopefully it does wake up and we get to see you playing on the the MCG and you have a a prosperous career moving forward. that's all from me, really. Any last words from yourself? Yeah, thanks, yeah, and I appreciate it. It's uh fingers crossed. Awesome. Um, before we let you go, if you'd like to share people are follow you online, you know, this is your, your chance. So what what's that, Sorry? If you'd like to increase your following online, this is your chance to share your
1: online details with us. If not, it's all good. Uh, I yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a massive user, but I got, I got Instagram. It's just my name. So if you if you want to see some some probably terrible photos, you can follow <laughs> me on that.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome, ladies and gentlemen, Guy Walker, dual athlete, cricket at the highest level, a an AFL footy. Thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder podcast. I
1: uh, appreciate it. Thanks so having me. Cheers. Appreciate it, mate. Oh, 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 oh,